Another episode of Cask and Crow, the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder. I'm your host, Lord Drew. And I'm Matty Biz. Another week, another episode back down here in the 1853 Media Studio with my partner in crime, Matty Biz. What's good, Bizzy? Not much, man. Always a pleasure to be here. So to start off this episode, I wanted to give you another uh, another episode of Adventures in Subways. Okay. <laughs> you didn't even let me ask you how your week was or what's good. Like, you're just going to jump right into it, man. Like, yo, this oh, is... Oh, no one really cares about how my week went, man. Like, <laughs> I do. I don't... I mean, you know, <laughs> listen, this is our time, dude. This is our time. The members of the murder could just chill and listen to you telling me how your week was for a few seconds, but whatever. This week, we're going to skip it because you have some things to no, say. It's not skipping it. This story actually explains exactly how my week went. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Fine. Fair enough. So just, just to give you like you guys a little history, obviously, we live in New York, so, you know, city and uh, subways are basically how most people get to work every day. Yeah. My particular train, uh, the line starts on an outside. So like the first like, 10 stops are all outside. Yeah, right? above ground. Yes, exactly. Yes. So I'm like the third stop on, on the train. And I'm waiting. There's multiple people. Everyone's waiting to go to work. 8 o'clock in the morning, you know. Yeah. And train comes in. You know, everyone like goes up to the doors. Doors open. And I look. And I see two pigeons just chilling right on the train. Right in front of the door, just like, you know, hey, what's going on? Oh, they're like in the car? No, they're in the train. They're oh, in nice. The car. Let's go. <laughs> like, like, literally, and I get it. They're probably sitting there like, yo, I want to go to Times Square. Like, there's a lot of good stuff over there, man. But, you know, I'm a little tired, you know. Had a couple of drinks last night. Um, what day of the week? Is this today? Oh, uh, no, th this was Wednesday. Wednesday, this, okay. This my Wednesday. Hump day, hump day. And literally, like, you know, I look and I'm like, nope. I'm going to the next one, okay? So I go and jog to the next one before the door. Did you not want to disturb like the pigeons? What was the situation? I would just I, no. What? I don't want to get shit on. What do you mean? Just walk right through them. They would have left. Yeah, no. They're literally in there. The doors are about to close. They're going to be part of the ride. Okay, fair enough. So, so you didn't want to disturb the pigeons' ride. I get for, you. For people, no. For people at home that <laughs> don't know, birds usually shit when they're about to take flight. You know, like hey, gonna leave this here. Fuck you. I'm the more you know from Matty Biz, baby. <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy going to work and some random pigeon that just, I got into the car, just decided to shit on me, okay? It's just not going to happen. Uh, I fair. also don't want this thing to land on my, land on me somewhere, peck me, whatever the freaking case. It would be a okay? good story, though. Oh, it'd be an amazing story. So I decided to go into the next the next car. But what, what really interests me about this story, not the fact that there's pigeons on the train. I'm sure that actually happens every day. It's just the first time I've seen it. What interests me about this story is, now, there was a guy that stood right next to me as we were waiting for that, that train door to open. Uh -huh. And he looked in and said, yeah, I'm going to go sit down. And I don't know. Like, for me, I see a possible situation. I decide to avoid the situation. Okay. This guy decided just to go for whatever. And... There were multiple people just sitting down, chilling with these birds in, in in this car. And everyone seemed to be fine with it. But I also remember a viral video about a year ago with a rat in the car 
and everybody is screaming and up Every, on, yeah, people bugging out. And yeah. everybody up on the seats because of a rat. I'm sorry. That bird will do a lot more damage to you and will just ruin your day more than that rat was going to. Maybe. But people skeeve rats more than birds, biz. I get it, but it's stupid. That rat just wants to get the hell out of there and find its next meal. That bird, that bird's going to shit on it. You think that bird had an agenda? <laughs> you think no. those birds had an agenda? You think... No, but but guess what? Like I said, birds take flight. They're gonna they usually <laughs> shit when they do. If you were a bird on a New York City subway, I mean, you is, might shit yourself. This is something I didn't expect to hear this as soon as we start the show today. As soon as I press record, I didn't expect to hear anything about this. Does this story go any deeper or you just wanted to tell me about the birds? No, on the it train? doesn't. No, I I just want to say the birds on a train, I found it funny, but at the same time I found it funnier that People were okay with this. I see people leave a car just because there's a homeless guy sleeping on, on yeah. like, you know, and he's yeah. just sleeping. He's yeah. sleeping. But it's crazy because pigeons carry diseases, man. Again, they're not exactly clean birds. Like, they're no crows, man. Like, so they're they, definitely not any crows. <laughs> This. They're no parrots, they're no cardinals, they're no blue jays, they're no sparrows. They're fucking dirty birds, dude. They're the, think of it like this. They're the only bird that don't leave the city for the winter. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> well, there's a few of them that don't, but they're the ones that are rolling around in the subway more than the other ones, apparently. I've also seen a pigeon hawk down a rat you know, on a video in, in the New York City subway. That's pretty so, crazy. So therefore, yeah. Are pigeons carnivores? No, not in general. But, I didn't think they were. But if you're they're hung- not birds of prey. But if you're hungry, you're gonna do what you do. Mm. I've seen it, dude. You can you can go look it up, people at home. Go look it up. Pigeon eats rat subway. It's Crazy. right. It's right there. It it scoffs it down, dude. What? Whole? Yeah. Damn, I need to look this video up, bro. Look it up, man. Because I like I like I've been seeing like. It might not a even crazy, necessarily be New York, but that that's what, what I see and it, that, that's what it's Honestly, like. to me... Hashtag New York. Ha- hashtag New York. Honestly, to me, it doesn't matter where it is, but I feel like the pigeon is a New York bird, for sure. I didn't... Yo, you know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, this is how closed-minded I can be sometimes when it comes to this type of shit. Or maybe not closed-minded, but uh, naive is a better word. I didn't think pigeons existed... Anywhere else except for New York City, bro. Like, I I didn't think the species existed anywhere else on this planet I, I until mean, just now. Thinking, I'm like, of course they exist anywhere else. It's a bird. People actually use pigeons. Oh. And bro, yo, this is actual factual shit. People actually use pigeons in races and shit like that. And oh, yeah. they, it's, it's, there's a huge market. People actually raise pigeons and shit. Like Mike Tyson was known in yeah, no, the that's, late eighties, early nineties for, for having a pigeon coop and raising these like beautiful immaculate pigeons. And people actually, there's big money in this shit. Pigeon races. Apparently they, they, they're, they're pretty smart. Dude, dude. Um, I don't know if you know this, but they actually, in, in ancient times, they actually use pigeons to send messages. It's called. It was called a homing pigeon. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like literally, you could tie like you know a little a little like note to like a wire and put it on the 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 pigeon's like leg, and it would know where to go. Basically, like obviously it had to be trained, but like it would know where to go and it would go where you were sending it, and that person would get the note. Yeah, yeah. It might yeah. Be, it might be three months before you got it, but like you know, it was going to. That's pretty crazy, bro. Pigeon well, eating a rat. I mean, 
I've been seeing a large number of crows l- 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 in our vicinity. L- l- let me al- let me also say that this was a small <laughs> rat. It wasn't a big rat. It doesn't like, matter. They're eating a rat. Like I, I didn't think that, that they were. I didn't think that they were carnivores. I didn't think that they're I'll, I'll they're not up. birds of prey. I'll try and pull it up after the show. No, they're not birds of prey, but they're from New York and they prey on whatever they can. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. That could actually be funny and dirty at the same time. And, <laughs> and insightful. It is episode <laughs> it, it is episode 69, Biz, so you know what the oh. fuck time it is, baby. The oh, most, yeah. The most enjoyable number in, 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 in numbers, basically. Are you big on the 69, Biz? I said <laughs> I'm a 69 guy, busy. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm sorry. Who's not? Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, in general, some hey, people might not be. Hey, it's not. That's not really my thing. But you know what? Listen, I, but you're I, an actual I, savage animal. So I, listen, okay. So 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 realistically, <laughs> obviously, it's more pleasurable just to sit there and get and get a fucking BJ, man. But at the same hey, time, hey yo. <laughs> at the same time, my my experiences. Double the pleasure, double the fun? No, you just get a better one when you're doing it too. Hold on. Hold on a second. Doing what to? When you, uh, a better a one si- when you what? A 69 over here. Oh, but, I'm sorry. Uh, but the way you said it was like you just get a better one while you're doing it too. So hold, it made it sound like you were talking about sucking a dick, man. No, I meant oral. <laughs> okay. Oral as a, as, as a whole. We were talking about 69s, dude. I mean, I, I don't know what you think of when you, you can think do, of a 69. You could do 69 but. with, 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 with uh, another I, dude yes easily. You can, yes, you can. But guess what? That has never crossed my mind. You brought it there. I did. <laughs> I did. It's episode 69, baby. Let me get my shout outs done. Fucking side, sidetracking me over here, bro. With pigeons and 69 oral sex. Shout out to the Sunday shoot. Our 1853 media brethren. Follow them on social media at TSS Wrestling. Also, of course... The Brooklyn Firefly, located at 7003 Third Avenue in beautiful Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Stop by, grab a pint of pint, tell them Cask and Crow sent you. Our friends at Lockyard, located at 9221 Fifth Avenue. Follow them on social media at Lockyard. Stop by, grab a murder dog. We're on the menu there, baby. Let's go. The official Get Us Drunk sponsor of the Cask and Crow show, Misguided Spirits. Follow them at Drink Misguided on all social media. Tell them that we sent you. Tell them that we love you. We love them. Whatever you want to tell them, let them know. We don't want to give them 69. (laughs) No, definitely not. And of course, us, man. Follow us on all social media at Cask and Crow. That's C-A-S-K-A-N-D-C-R-O-W. One word, ladies and gents. It's one word. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and I just started Twitter again. So I'm back. I'm tweeting as we talked about last week. So I'm back doing that. God help the world. And of course, our merch store. All the members of the of the murder, the easiest way to support our show is to go to caskandcrow.com and cop a hoodie, cop a shirt. You're part of the murder anyway. You might as well represent. Send us a picture of you rocking the shirt or rocking the hoodie, drinking from the glass, whatever you want to do. Send us a picture and we can use it and we'll put it up on the internet, man, and we'll even tag you. It's pretty cool. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to us on... Yeah, that's actually I, bigger than it sounds. More or less. Um, but on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Facebook, Anchor, whatever platform you like to listen to your podcast, please like and follow. It does help. So this week we wanted to 
we actually have a topic that we really wanted to talk about. Well, the, you, you brought it. Well, up. yeah. Well, there's a there's a couple of things, Biz. There's a couple of things that I want to get into. We're gonna get into some Moon Knight tonight. We're gonna get some Moon Knight because the first episode of Moon Knight just aired the other day. So we're gonna get a little bit into that. We're gonna try to stay from spoilers, but we're gonna get a little bit into it. Um, I will let you guys know, give you a, um, a heads up during this episode when we're gonna get into it. Honestly, there's no real spoilers. No, there's really not. Honestly, it, it, it's just talking about what the episode was. And how yeah. they're portraying it. We're going to talk a little bit about something that's been, like, I've been really obsessed with over the last few years. It's called, it's, it's this little thing in this world that's called the Mandela Effect. And it's pretty, it's bugged the fuck out. We might touch on some deja vu and some things like that. And, of course, Busy will give you the asshole of the week, like he always does. But He's uh, such an asshole. to open up the show, I just read some shit about Jim Carrey the other day that after Sonic the Hedgehog 2, he might be calling it quits, man. And it's 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 crazy to think like this. Okay, okay. But I, I read the same article. He you said actually, he may be calling it quits. You actually sent it to me, so I I, I sent it to you it because a- I it, it's Jim fucking Carrey, dude. Yeah, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong. He he was he had some good movies, man. Um Truman Show, Liar Liar, two of my favorites. Um, oh Liar 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 is one of my favorites. I mean, other than that, though, those and Bruce Almighty, those are the three. Another good pull. Those Bro. are the three movies. Obviously, he's known for Ace Ventura. And, he's been and, doing it for 39 years. And 59 film and TV productions, biz. Like, those are actual stats. Numbers, baby. And like, course, that's crazy. And, of course, you got to start in, in Living Color where, where you know. Ah, good pull, biz. Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah, and good stuff pull. Like that. Good pull. Um. But here's the thing. I mean, whereas I, I found him amusing, um, other than, like I said, Liar Liar, Truman Show, and uh, Bruce Almighty. Ace I, Ventura, I, Dumb and Dumber, man. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Cable Guy, Me, Myself, and Irene, the number 23. It it it, it, it goes. So what are we going to say? Lot. I mean, for me, like, I was never a big fan. Um, I, I, I enjoyed, like I said, the couple of movies. Me, Myself, and Irene What was good. That was one I forgot, actually. Um and of course, there's Batman Forever and and stuff well, like that. This this all right. So you weren't a but big I, fan. I was never a big fan. So him announcing that he might retire, I'm like, okay, you know, you had your run. I haven't watched you in anything in a while. That's basically what he had said. He's he basically was like, I've done enough. I am enough. Like you know what more can I, you know, eventually someone's got to call it an end, you know, like people retire in city jobs after 20 years, people retire as athletes after eight, 10, 12, sometimes 20, or sometimes you got guys like TB12 who just don't know when to hang it up or wants to keep. They don't want to. They, they enjoy I mean, going to work. I, I mean, I, I talk about him often on this show somehow. He always comes up, but I mean, I feel like he doesn't have to retire. I mean, as long as he says, as long as his body is allowing him to keep playing football, he's going to keep doing it. And he's playing at such a high level, you can't really get mad at the guy. No, for I get, I get that. You know what I'm saying? But that. the thing is about the Jim Carrey thing. The reason why I really bring it up is for Cash and Crow this week. Not only because 39 years, like I said before, 59 film and TV production. That's wild, man. That's so crazy. He's a staple in um, our generation. Uh, probably 
one of the most iconic uh, slapstick comedians out there, uh, actors one of out the there. Best over actors that that that's yeah. Ever I mean, existed. he is in his own realm of what he's capable of doing with his facial expressions and his body and his acting. And then even when he does uh, more serious roles, like the Number Twenty Three or the Truman Show or things like that, like he can he 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 has a really really broad range. And it's just. Um, Hearing him say after Sonic the Hedgehog 2, like, that's... Listen, don't get me wrong. I was actually... I really dug the first Sonic movie. I thought it was actually really good. I still never seen it, unfortunately. Uh, it was good. And now after Sonic 2, that's going to be your swan song? Like, that's going to be the movie that you hang your hat on saying, well, I'm done after Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Like, well, he, not that there's anything wrong with Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but it's Sonic the Hedgehog fucking 2, bro. Like, well, well, here's that's your going out? I... I'm calling bullshit on him going out because the fact of the matter is three years are going to go by. They're going to want to make it. If Sonic 2 makes money, even if it doesn't, they're going to want to make it three. It'll it'll make money. He said, unless there's something that's written in gold and screams to me from the gods that I have to do this movie, I'm going to take a break. Yeah. Okay. Take, and and, and at, uh, after 39, I don't, I don't know how old he is. After 39 take, years, take, take, what's a break a, mean? Taking a break is one thing, but at the same time, once whatever studio owns Sonic, I really don't know. Um, probably Sony. Um, but once they actually offer him X amount of million to do number three, he's going to do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, when you look at it like, hey, you know, yeah, I do kind of want to borrow that new car or go on a vacation, a lavish vacation or whatever like that. He was so good as he's Dr. Gonna, Robotnik, too. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Yeah. He was good as Dr. Robotnik, even though he looks nothing like Dr. Ro Dr. Robotnik. Like, he doesn't look like the character that we know from the video games and or the cartoon, but he pulled it off so well. But the... The reason well, why Robotnik was kind of fat, and, yeah, and at the same time, short and fat, round like an egg man. They called him Eggman. Hollywood don't don't hire fat people to do big movies. It, it's just, I'm sorry, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, unfortunately, I guess so. I don't know, but the reason why I, I bring up Jim well, Carrey, why do you think they put people in fat suits instead of getting somebody who's just bigger? It's just they, easier. They just don't do it. Just easier, bro. No, it's not. It's easier to hire a guy that's already fat. Yeah, but what if they can't act like Jim Carrey can? Well, that that's where you go. Apparently, Holly, either fat guys don't act well or Hollywood just doesn't like them. But the reason why I bring it, it up, because this is a twofer, because you mentioned Batman Forever before, and he was the first guy to bring the Riddler onto the big screen. Okay, okay. J just asterisk here. You're correct on the big screen. But he's not the first person to play the. the no, I, I I I know sixty six Batman and things yeah, like this. Okay. I'm not, just, just just specifying. Sorry, listen, I just had we're to talking put that about asterisk. the Batman, bro. There's not much I miss. Okay, Biz. I meant I know big just, screen Hollywood production. For the people at home, I just want to put that asterisk. Okay, out there. just in case you guys don't, in case you guys didn't know. But the reason why is because he said that he's not into the current incarnation of the Riddler, man. And I did read that. that. that this, this, this is something that he says he loves Paul Dano as an actor, and he's a phenomenal actor, but I felt like at that time, he was kind of just backpedaling. Like, oh, not to take anything away from Paul. I love Paul. He's a great actor. I liked him in so-and-so. But, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. Because he's the only guy to do it other than on the big screen, Biz, easy. Uh, the other guy to do it besides Paul Dano, and it's been, I don't know how many years, in between Batman Forever and the current, the Batman. 
Uh, 20 but years minimum. The But the reason why kind of gave me a little bit of a, um, it kind of made me feel a type of way. The reason why he said this is because he mentioned, you know, wrapping the victim's faces in duct tape and doing all these things. And the Riddler in the new incarnation of the Batman was pretty fucking brutal, dude. And I feel like that's what most people liked about it. It was very reminiscent of the Zodiac Killer and Saw in a in a way. Like, Jim Carrey's incarnation of the Riddler was very vibrant, very out there, very lavish, very loud, and um, very, very comic book accurate. This incarnation with Paul Dano was dark and sinister and he was a serial killer type man and Jim said he's worried about copies and this is what gets me upset bro because it's kind of like you're worried about copycats right now aren't what about the thousands of other movies and documentaries based on serial killers or the thousands of slasher films that have been out since Batman Forever up until current what about the copycats with that? What about, how about a little movie called The Cable Guy that you made, Jim? How yeah, about that? About a, an obsessive person, just An in obsessive, general. compulsive, psychotic cable guy who posed as a cable guy and winded up stalking people and ruining their lives, biz. Like, that's what he did in the movie. And stuff like, yeah, you're very right, and stuff like that does happen. So um, hold on a second. What's more likely to happen, Busy? What's more well, likely to happen? Someone doing a copycat murder of the Riddler or someone being a motherfucking stalker, bro, and trying to ruin an ex-girlfriend well, or an ex-boyfriend's life? I'm going to take the latter. Well, uh, okay. So so here here's the thing, and I understand exactly what you're talking about and I do agree um, in general the obsessive boyfriend or something like that or a girlfriend that, that goes to violence is very prevalent not even just violence but they uh, he was ruining their professional well, careers yeah, in yes the, yes you know in the movie with Matthew Broderick and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it you went violent correct. yeah they had a little fist fight but it was also he was ruining his job and, and he was fucking up his life Yes, um, but what I think uh, Jim Carrey was actually referencing, and I know a lot of people forget about this, but there was um, during uh, the the Dark Knight, right after uh, Heath Ledger's uh, in incarnation of the Joker, uh -huh. there was a guy that went to the movie theater completely dressed as and in makeup no. and everything, no, and wrong. shot up and shot up a movie theater. I know what you're talking about, and you're talking about yes. 100%. He called himself the Joker, but he wasn't dressed as a Joker. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Dude, he had, dude, dude I'll, he send had, you, I'll send you the article. He didn't have white face paint on and the Joker no, makeup. He, he, he had, had like green, orange or green hair or some he had shit green like that. Hair. He was dressed up yeah, as the Joker. But, okay. All right, so listen, brother. I, I might have been wrong about the face paint. Sorry about no, that. No, he definitely wasn't. He, he didn't have face paint on and nothing like that. He wasn't dressed in, the, in a purple suit like the Joker, but he did have. But I, for some reason, I thought it was orange hair, but it, it, it could have been green just as easy. It well, doesn't matter. Well, I think the pictures you see is like after half of it washed out. Oh, uh, okay. Like, possibly, you know possibly. But look, listen. I mean, that's a good pull. That's what he can be possibly referencing. But like, and there's, but there's copycats all along. Like there's, you can, you know, like the biggest school shooting in history would be Columbine, right? And there's been X amount of school shootings since. Are they all copycats or are they all just fucked well, up in the head, man? Like there well, has to be, you know, they're like, they're not copycatting, you know, 
every time. It's just it, they're just fucked up in the head, man. Like, but 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 like here's the thing, and and this is unfortunate. They're just evil people, man. Well, well, yes, you're you, you're right about that, but unfortunately, like some people will take something and it's some somewhat like you know makes them gravitate to it, just like you know. Um, any, basically, any serial killer, there's always always a copycat somewhere. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, um, I get it. That's what makes them sociopaths. Yes, basically. Um, so somewhere or someplace, I'm sure there is somebody that's a little bit sick in the head that might see this movie be like, oh, that's so amazing. Let me go I buy want, a winter combat mask I want, from Vietnam. I want to be that bot, like that guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Of un- course. Unfortunately, he is right that there probably is somebody out there that's thinking about this but and this Biz, is giving he, him whatever. He also continued to say he never even saw the movie. Yes, which, which I'm sorry. If you've never seen, I, I read this as well. And I'm sorry, if you've never seen something, then you should not have an opinion of something. If you've never seen something, never read something, never heard something, you're just hearing something from a third party, somebody else talking about it, you should not actually give an opinion about it because at the same point, you don't know anything about it. You never saw it, son. All you know is what somebody else told you about it. And maybe you'll see it or read it or whatever, and you'll think something completely different. What, What I thought was cool was Something in the Way by Nirvana hit like the top of the charts again because oh, they used it in the Batman. Oh, okay. You know what I'm All saying? Right. And I, I, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, uh, such a random song that, um, was one of my personal favorites off of that album, off of the band entirely, actually, uh, very, very melodramatic, uh, slow song, but they used it in a really, really cool way with the score with the new Batman. So, um, now that went to the top of the charts. You know, like so. I, I, you know, I thought that it, was pretty cool. It's funny how that happens. And um, right, yeah. I, I remember I was watching uh, Black Widow, and I want to say at the moment that the song that that it opens up to, I could be wrong. So, so, so don't like you know, don't come at me too hard if if I'm wrong. Um, no, come want, at him. But I want to say I was, want the hate mail. I want to say it was Zombie. Okay. Um, By the Cranberries? Yes. I want to say it opened to that, but like a newer rendition that was very extremely slowed down mm-hmm. and like, you know, different beat. And I remember like the first time I watched it, I was like, I was sick at the time and I was laying on my couch and like, you know, I just put it on and I was falling asleep. I wasn't even watching it. You know it was actually I mean? good. But I remember it was running and, and in my half asleep, I'm hearing the lyrics. I'm just like, wait, I know this song. Yeah. What what is this? And I and I actually got up out of almost a complete sleep. Like I was right at that point, and then it just it it registered in my brain. I was just like, no, 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 no. I need to pay attention to this. And yeah. it actually brought me back to the movie just a little bit. <laughs> like you know what well, I'm saying? There you go. I mean, it's just crazy how it works. But like, I thought that thing with Jim Carrey was actually interesting. Like the fact that he was talking about hanging it up, and the fact that he wasn't crazy about the Riddler incarnation. I mean, obviously he's not gonna be crazy about it. He did it. Well, you I don't know, think anybody. It, I don't think anybody. I liked Jim Carrey's Riddler. I I I thought good. that it was good at the time. I yeah exactly biz at the time it was good and I I thought that he was uh, one of the shining stars of the movie like his Edward Nigma and uh, his Riddler like the well, costumes and things like that. I thought that was actually kind of cool. I, I what will, they did. I will admit, um, from story to acting for that movie, which is probably my least favorite Batman movie. Mm. Well, maybe second least favorite, actually. I'm sorry. You like Batman and Robin better? (laughs) No, no, no. With George Clooney? (laughs) I just remembered that one, so that's why I I just... Schwarzenegger is freeze. I just walked it back and said second. Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy? I'm sorry. Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy gives that at least a plus one. 
just one extra point. She just was for seeing she that. was great. Yeah, she's also the shining star of that film. Oh, I wasn't even saying that. She was just hot. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, was just saying, I get it. I get it. No, no. But okay. okay so Jim Carrey's uh, Batman Forever is my second least favorite. But at the time, I was still maybe like you know. That probably came out, what, like 97, 96, somewhere I, around I, there? I want to say 97. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere uh. around there. Um, so that's still my, my 16-year-old self. I enjoyed seeing it. Um, he was he was a shining star of that that movie. Um, his his uh, portrayal of Riddler was unique. A little bit, a little bit of a nod to uh, the '66 Batman, Adam West, with the costume for sure. Uh, well, not only in the costume, but just the like, leotard and shit like that. But just like the laugh and like you know, he the took, eccentric. He took a little bit of that and, of course, took it to the next level. And yes, it, it was very enjoyable. But like you know, twenty years later, eh, you know. Yeah, I really like the dark version. I mean, we talked about it on past episodes of Cats and Crow too, where it's like I was surprised they didn't do the steampunk route, but um. It takes place in current time, so it's like it's 2022, like 2021. I mean, you know, you're not going to really encounter people like that. But then again, these are fictional characters anyway. You they know, are like, in a fictional you know, world. People, this guy's also dressing as a bat and yeah, fighting crime. Go. So it's you know, it's one of those things, man. But for those of you who uh, haven't actually had a chance to go see it yet, just so you know, it'll actually be on HBO Max uh, later this month. I don't know the exact date, but I want to say like somewhere April fifteenth, bro. There you go. There yeah. You go. So so again, so, it's the Batman. So you got I don't miss two weeks, and you'll be able to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's three hours, so make sure you go potty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you tell me something's three hours, I just want to watch it at home. Yeah. I'm sorry. I hear you, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to go pay X amount of money. But there's something about to, this, have, the immersiveness yeah. of the of being in the cinema and uh, in the theater. Yeah. The sound, the screen, you know, like I saw it in Dolby, dude. The sound was ridiculous, bro. Yeah. It was vibrating the whole entire fucking room. It was awesome. Yeah, but then you also have to realize after you're done with your extra large Coke, yeah, I might have to pee in this if I don't want to Yeah, I was holding in PB for sure, man. I had to I had to go. See, that, I, was, I was drinking a tall boy of Sam Adams during and, this. And that's my, that's my problem. I'm sorry. As far as like a, a viewer going to the movies, three hours no, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to be... That's the biggest complaint that people had about that movie, bro. Well, I'm going to say that about any movie that's that length. I'm sorry, but if I go to a theater, I don't want to have to leave in the middle of it. Can we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, Let's though, Biz? Like, I want to talk about the Batman right now because there's some shit that I really want to talk about, man. The Mandela effect, bro. Like, this type of shit. I've been meaning to talk about it on Cask and Crow for a while. And you guys at home might not know what it is. It's basically... All right, so what the Mandela effect is, it's basically something that makes us question our memories, man. Like, it makes us question um, things about, specifically about pop culture that might have not been the case, but we remember it entirely different. It's named by um, a paranormal researcher, actually, called Fiona Broom. She came up with this name called the Mandela Effect. And it comes from the Nelson Mandela, how people um, always thought that he had died in the late 80s in jail, but he really passed away in 2013. And it's one of those things where people like, wait, he pa- I, I, wait, I thought he died in jail. But no, he lived far beyond his jail time and passed away in 2013. And it's funny because, like, I have no specific 
memory of like, you know, watching TV and knowing anything about Nelson Mandela. But I remember growing up and just hearing the name and knowing, okay, this was a guy that died and it was about like some kind of civil rights thing, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so in 2013 and he actually did die, I do remember questioning, wait, I thought he was already dead. Right. You know, I mean, I I didn't really like, you know, think too much into it. And I was just like, okay, I guess I don't even think... I don't even think that Nelson Mandela is the best example of this type of effect. I, luckily for you guys, I wrote down some examples that I thought uh, off the top of my head that was pretty wild. And the first one is the Monopoly Man, dude. Now, you guys know the Monopoly Man. See, now this one, this one I know because I've looked at, when you mentioned we were talking about this, uh-huh. I looked into it as oh, well. Oh, so you did some homework? And this one actually blew my mind because go for it. Go for it. He is, so now when I say the Monopoly Man, all you guys get a picture in your in your head of what it looks like. The short little guy with the top hat and things like that. Okay. Apparently, take your money. Apparently, he never had a monocle. And to me, this is mind-blowing because I always envisioned him holding the monocle or having that little circle around his eye that like, if you guys don't know what a monocle is, it's like, it's basically like, uh, it's like your glasses, but only one little circle around one eye. Yes. It's a very old thing, but at the same time, I, I, I thousand percent, 1000 percent. If you, if you would have a year ago, cause I, cause this is when I knew this, I was wrong about this. If, mm-hmm. if you would, if we would have been in a bar and someone would have said thousand dollars right now, yeah, I would have been like motherfuckers on is right on the box and showed you to it or or like winking to it. He yeah. had it in his. If they showed you two pictures of the Monopoly Man, one with the monocle, one without, and said for a thousand dollars, which one is the real Monopoly Man? You would have picked the monocle guy every single time, every time. And that's I'm, I'm telling you, man. All of us would have, all of us, and it's so crazy, like. These next examples, and I got a few guys. These next examples, are, it's it's basically it's like holy shit, like what? All right, so the so apparently he doesn't have a monocle. And now, if you guys want to pause the podcast and go look this up on Google, or simultaneously listen to the rest of the show while looking it up on Google, it's pretty fucking wild. Okay, the next one is Curious George. He's got no tail, biz. Yes, and again, I was never like a big Curious George fan or something like that. But like at the same time, every, every kid that's ever gone to like a school a scholastic fair or something like that, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. books or whatever, yeah, a, yeah, a sc- uh, scho- I, I, scholastic. Okay, I definitely pronounced that's that the, wrong. Yeah, that's the right pronunciation. Scholastic, scholastic. My bad. Um, but anyone who's ever gone to one of these things sees the books, and Curious mm-hmm. George is a staple. Man with the yellow hat, dude. One hundred percent. Exactly. Well, the monkey with a yellow hat. Right, but. He took his hat sometimes. But at the same time, I always thought there was a tail. It's a monkey. No. Nope. have tails. He's got no tail. Speaking of tail, the other one that blew my mind was Pikachu. Now, everyone knows Pikachu from the Pokemon and how that took over the fucking world at, at Pika, Pika. some point. Right. Everyone thinks that his tail, on the end of his tail, has some black coloring in it. It's some black in, in it. It does not. His tail, for some reason, in our memories, when you think of the character Pikachu, you think of his lightning bolt-shaped tail... And having some black on the end of it, it does not. It doesn't. I mean, maybe in some of the older animation, maybe there was nope. a shadow that was put in there. Nope. Nope. No. No? No. Okay, not at all? Okay. I'm going to pull out the Pokemon cards after the show, Biz, and we're going to fucking look no, at this. No, no, I, I believe you. Listen, Pokemon was, was like your thing. So, like, you know, I, I'm going to take listen, your word. I know what the internet will show you. 
and it still doesn't for me. I need to look the deck, but you know, I need to look at the Pokemon cards, the first prints, the first editions, and see for myself. And we're gonna do that after the show. Don't let me fucking forget. Okay, the next one is. The Berenstein Bears, dude. And now this one's a little crazy because the Berenstein, this has to do with spelling of it. And there's a couple more um, examples I have on here. I think the next one has to do with spelling too, which is you got to have to actually see it. The Berenstein Bears, right? It's not it's not pronounced Berenstein. It's spelt B-E-R-E-S-T-A-I-N, not S-T-A-I-N. E-I-N. So it's pronounced Berstein Bears, not Bernstein Bears. See, now, th- this one, okay, and they even brought it up in Peace when you in an episode. Um, did they really? Yeah, they actually did. Um, so now, this one, okay, I kind of understand this one, though, because I don't know about you. But if you're telling your niece and nephew about the Bernstein Bears, that's exactly uh-huh. how you're going to pronounce it. Yes, exactly. You're not going to pronounce it the Berstein Bears. No, no, but but th- this, is, this is why I actually understand this, though, because... Most kids and most, from what we know, like someone who's reading this, we know this as we're kids, right? So it comes down to our parents reading it to us for the most part. Yeah, definitely. Bedtime story type of deals. And here it is. I don't know about your mother, but my mother, and I do this myself sometimes. Yeah. Just kind of glances by and just says what they think it is. They didn't actually pronounce it out and read it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, So for this, someone's... Your uncle, your mom, your dad, whoever it was, right. ju- just mispronounced it, and so therefore that's what okay. you thought it was. That's fair enough. How about this next example? The Looney Tunes, man. Now everyone thinks the Looney Tunes. They think of Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, right? Uh, Marvin the Martian. All these amazing iconic characters, right? Now, did you guys realize it wasn't spelt Looney Tunes as? T-O-O-N-S. It was spelled tunes like music. Looney, T-U-N-E-S, tunes. See, now, that one I actually did know. That one I did know because I remember, like, looking at it as a kid. I even remember. Being like, why are they spelling it like this? And when I got a little older, I realized tunes because all of them had scores behind them. Oh, yeah, 100%. So hundred percent. So like even the intro, everything with those ones. Yes, hundred percent. So that one, I get it. I just but when I see that logo with those circles and those multicolored circles around Bugs Bunny's face, I always see tunes with a double O. I get. Excuse me. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I hiccup there. Excuse me for people at home. Um, yeah, no, I completely get it. I completely get it. But that one, I actually do know. I always seen tunes. Let's dive into a galaxy far, far away for a second real quick, bro. Okay, let's Now, go. these are interesting. Did you know that uh, the most iconic line from Star Wars being Luke, I am, I am your, your father, father, right? By Darth Vader telling Luke, apparently, he does not say Luke in it at all. All he says, no, I am your father. There is no Luke, I am your father. Now, this is crazy to me because, okay, we can go back and watch it. And I went back and watched it after taking my notes for this episode. And it's true. Huh? He doesn't say Luke. But a prime example is pop culture fucking this up. Gotcha. Because I remember vividly in the movie Tommy Boy, 1995 deep cuts deep pull chris farley david spade fantastic movie 
there's a scene where he fir- where Chris Farley's character first gets into his office. And now he has his own office, and he's sitting by this uh, rotary fan, and he's putting his lips against the fan, and he's going, "Luke, I am your father," messing with the fan and shit like that. Yeah. And David Spade walks into the room, right? So it's pop culture getting this wrong and then creating some type of deal for us to remember things certain ways. Yeah, the the, the writer of that movie remembered it wrong, just like my dad said it to me wrong a million times. Just like and everybody has said it wrong a million times to their kids or to their friends or to that, this, whatever, this, this their this cousins would, or uncles or whatever. Who fuck? This would definitely be another one that I would put money on the bar saying, no, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Like, you know, I, I 100% remember this. But apparently I do remember it wrong. And it's factual. How about C-3PO? What do you mean? He has a silver leg. Okay, yeah. When you think of C-3PO, you think of him being... Completely gold, Completely gold robot, right? There's a silver leg there. And I feel like on trading cards, on fucking postcards, on... There was... All right, there was nothing in this world that Star Wars didn't try to trademark as far as like uh put out merchandise for t-shirts oh, yeah. fucking action figures i mean star wars was everything and it it, it, st- it actually still is there's still with all the mandalorian stuff going on and obi-wan's new show star wars is oh, still it, very very prevalent it's it's a whole department in the, in their franchise like yeah they- and even when you go to toy stores back when toys r us would still exist and i'm gonna drop another bomb kb toys still exists <laughs> FAO Schwartz and things like this, where you would you would see complete sections and aisles for Star Wars. And if these toy stores still existed, if like Toys R Us and KB was still around, you would still see aisles for Star Wars stuff. Even when you go to Target and Walmart, they do have a little section that's just designated for Star Wars. And so my point at this is it's not just the movie, it's wherever you see the character. On the back of a cardboard action figure box, on a trading card, on a postcard, on a you uh, see gold. Valentine's card. Like, remember when you were kids and you would hand out little Valentine's cards for your fucking classmates and shit for Valentine's Day and whatever the case may be? And it was like, I choose you, a Pokemon card as my Valentine or or um, some type of Star Wars. Like, you're the only one in my galaxy type of deal. By the way, biggest waste of money. In oh, like that's a whole other type of conversation, bro. <laughs> I'm not a big Valentine's Day person at all. You know, but, you know besides this. Why am I giving a Valentine's Day to, to, to like the guy over there? That no. I even the only know. thing I like about Valentine's Day is our very close friend, Nick Red. It's his birthday. So shout out to Nick Red. He's born on Valentine's Day. Yes, this guy called Nick Red is born on Valentine's Day. It's pretty awesome. He also got red hair, so, you know, kind of, just so you know. Yeah, man. But, like, uh, it's you would see him as being all gold. But I rewatched the movies or and yes, fast yes, forward to some leg. clips, and he's got a silver leg. Yep. No, it's true. It's true. But, but, like, again, that's something, like, a kid doesn't even notice. He's not paying that much attention, you know, and C-3PO is, like, that guy. It's like, okay, yeah, okay, him. And these are just the topping of this cake. So I, I did a little uh, research and, and... I have some more... Excuse me. I have some more examples. Oh, okay. I, don't, I, I, I Keep going with them. No, I was just saying, these are the icing on the cake. Like, just the first layer of the cake, Biz. These next few examples are more mind-blowing, oh, okay. I think. All right. All right. So now we got the famous Disney movie, bro. Now we're going to get into movies, man. 
the famous Disney movie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, right? Everybody knows the iconic line. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all, right? Wrong. Yeah, she doesn't say mirror, mirror on the wall. She says magic mirror on the wall. But how many times have you quoted this to someone, to uh, whoever, if you have kids or whatever, like the case may be, as a kid has quoted this mirror, mirror on the wall. It's been in hip hop songs. It's been in movies as saying mirror, mirror on the wall. It's been thrown at our face, but it's wrong. She says magic mirror on the wall. The next one's even better, bro. This one's a bomb, right? This one is the famous movie Silence of the Lambs, right? Hannibal Lecter? Lil' Keontae? No. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. He doesn't say that at all, Biz. Like, he doesn't (laughs) say that at all. At no point does he say that. He never says that at all. Apparently, it's good morning. I mean, I seen that when I was younger. Um, I've only seen the movie once, uh, so I, I can't even say I know it that well. How many times have someone has someone quoted that line? Oh, oh hello, huge, Clarice. Like, he never huge, says it at all. Oh, really? Not at all, dude. Not at all. How about this one, Freddie Mercury? Everyone knows Freddie Mercury, right? He was on my top four singers of all time. Me and Biz did, uh, did an um, episode I of Cast and Crow called. Top four Rushmore, where we took our favorite lead singers of all time to put on a mountain. Uh, if you had to pick four uh, four lead singers to be on a mountain like Mount Rushmore, in who your would? Backyard. Yeah, in <laughs> your in your backyard, who would be your four singers? And Freddie Mercury was one of mine, man. And apparently, at the end of We Are the Champions, they never shout out of the world. They never say that. No, that's in the chorus, though. It's never said in the song at all. It's never said in the song at all. Okay, this one, this one, I actually will put a dollar on the table after the show. Well, I'm going to film it because it's never said in the song at all. We're going to film it because it is. He never belts out of the world in the song. I'm going to call bullshit. We are the champions of the world is never said. Okay, well, again, I'm putting a dollar on the table. This is this the one. Mandela effect, bro. So, so, sorry, I'm putting I'm putting a dollar on the table. It's been a while. A dollar? Well, well, what are we going at over here? I'll buy you a shot. I'll buy you a beer. Like, but I'm not putting ten thousand. I've already been proven wrong. I don't want to get back you ten thousand dollars. Let's put twenty dollars on it. Ah, ah right, how confident right, do you all feel? All right, fine, fine. I got twenty on. All right, I got fine. 20 on it. He, it's never said in the song, Biz. It's never said. I'm gonna say this one's bullshit. There's another one. So there's two more left that I'm going to get into. That's actually pretty fucking wild on that level of, of the world uh, okay. by right. Queen. All right. Give right? it to me. Give it to me. Iconic show. I love Lucy, man. Iconic show. Right? Lucy, I'm home. Right. Lucy, I'm home. Right. Iconic. Right. Apparently, another. what's another iconic line from that show? Lucy. You better explain this to me. Yeah. Lucy, you got some explaining to do, right? All right, there you go, there you go. Never says it in the show at all. Never, ever says it in the show at all. He never says, Lucy, you got some explaining to do in the show ever. Now, that was her real-life husband in real life. And there's been so many pop culture references. I remember vividly 
him saying this in the show. I, I also too, but it's been so long. Remember vividly having that reference to me as a kid. Like you got some explaining to do. Now, don't get me wrong. Within doing my research here, it says that he does use the term "splaining" as if to say you need to be explaining yourself right now. But he'll say something like that, like. Explain this to me. Yeah, explain this to me or, you know, whatever. He never says, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. And this did, and one pop culture reference that comes to my mind right away is that 70s show. For some reason, I remember the dude Fez, the character Fez. They were doing some type of like, you know, they used to like do like the circle and they would show like their faces and talk and things like that in the show. Did you know when they did that, they, that, that was actually supposed to be them smoking weed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Passing the fucking yeah, exactly. right. That's why the camera like went from one to the other to the other. Yeah, they were passing the duchy, man. There you go. But apparently, he does this in the show where he he says it. Lucy, you got some explaining to do in the show. And there's been so many references in pop culture to this something that never existed, bro. And it's crazy to me. But to wrap up this type of example right now. This is a this is a mind blower to me, bro, because I remember having this movie and seeing this movie and having the VHS tape of this movie, bro. Apparently, now if you guys know the Mandela effect or or, or have looked it up or have researched it on YouTube or whatever the case may be, it's one of the most predominant ones that come up all the time and it's one of the ones that are most spoke about all the time of this effect. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I have no clue where you're going to. The Sinbad movie, man. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I know. Okay, this one. This is. There was never a movie called Shazam by Sinbad where he played a genie. This is another one that I would I would put money down for, but obviously I know it's wrong at this point. I remember seeing. I the still cover. don't. I still don't think it's wrong. I still remember seeing the cover. I had it. I had the VHS tape. I remember watching the movie and people say that we get it confused with a movie called Kazam and it was Shaquille O'Neal that played the genie, no, no, but, but I remember that one too. Be, yeah. I remember that being a whole different, different movie, different movie, uh, different year entirely. Yeah. I 100% remember this. Um, I think this is some one big fucking joke because Sinbad's been put out there as of fairly recently, I'm talking a few, a couple years ago, saying that this movie was never made. Okay, he's done interviews about this type of shit on like Howard Stern and shit like this. Yeah. I think it's all one big joke to fuck with people. I mean, it's a. I had this movie. It's a possibility, but I don't. I don't see the end game. If someone's gonna do some kind of, uh, you know, I mean the, the what, what do you mean the longest running joke of all time? He's a fucking comedian, right? I guess. This is the longest running joke of all time. I guess, but but what's the end point of saying, telling people that a movie doesn't exist? On his deathbed, he'd be like, got you, motherfuckers. No, but 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 for- I did play that movie. You know, look, but, but, but again- Fucked you all up for the last 40 years. But but again, for an actor, and just, just going on the financial and the realistic aspects of things, you get residuals from people actually watching a movie. So the last thing that you ever want to do is tell somebody that movie doesn't exist because you're not going to make any money off of it. Yeah, or maybe they'll be Googling it more and trying to buy it more and whatever. I mean, I, I, guess, I guess that's one way to go I wasn't even thinking about. But again, this is something that I'll tell you I never personally seen, but I 100% remember Bro, seeing, so seeing it in comic books. 
like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. advertisements, yes. like, you know, and stuff like this. On like the inner covers of comic books when yeah, you do advertisements it, 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 and shit. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like part of me wants to actually start going through like, you know, early 90s issues and trying to find it. Have you ever owned Fruit of the, Fruit of the Loom underwear? Yes, of course. Right. Do you remember the big cornucopia in the back of the Fruit of the Loom logo? Yeah. It doesn't exist. It's not there. Well, hold on. There's definitely a bunch of fruit on there. Yeah, there's fruit. But but you're saying there's no cornucopia. Do you know what cornucopia is? Like the big brown yeah, kind yeah. of uh, like the thing they would kind of like oval triangle shaped basket. Like, right, that's like a pointy towards the end triangle oval shaped basket. Cornucopia, yeah, yeah, no. big time Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, exactly. When you're a kid in school. If you ever buy a Thanksgiving uh, a decoration, I'm pretty sure there's the a cornucopia. Yeah, exactly. Right, there's no cornucopia in the back of the photo loan logo. None. It doesn't exist, bro. It's just fruit. See, see there's no cornucopia. See, see again, though, like listen, you remember having a, a pair of fucking tidy whities as a but, kid, but or or a fucking white shirt, like a like a like a white undershirt, yeah. with the fruit of the loom logo on it, with a cornucopia in the back of it, but, but for like, sure. But like, here's the weird thing. Okay, a cornucopia is not exactly like you know an everyday thing. Most people don't know what the hell it is, and and even if they know what it is, they don't know what they're what right. It's called. That's why it sticks out. It's a big brown shape in the back of the logo. It's non-existent. It doesn't exist. It's not there. It's bro. This is the type of shit that bugs me out. This shit, the Mandela I'm effect. Kind of silent right now for people at home. Like you can't see my face, but like I'm thinking. He's got the lemon face on right now, like that lemon face when you just take a bite of a lemon. Like no. Or just take a shot of tequila. That's the face that he has on right now. But it's like it's like it's that and deja vu bugs me out too, biz. Like the whole concept of deja vu fucks me up, bro. Like really gets me weirded out, man. See, I have a theory on deja vu. And, what is and, it? And it's just something I have. A glitch I in the matrix. I didn't. Well, that's I mean, I, what I think. It I is. guess. I guess that's a good way of saying it. But I, I I've always had a theory that deja vu is a dream that you've had that you're just remembering as it happens. Like, like for me, I, I sometimes feel that dreams are maybe a flash, flash forward to the future. And there's a couple of times where I've had it. I've had that deja vu feeling. And it's just like, wait, no, I've dreamed this before. I've had such Not simple... Not so much like I've lived it before, but I've dreamed this before. I've had extravagant ones before where you know i do something and then i'm like hold on a minute i fucking how'd i know i was gonna do like those, those everyone's had that experience but one thing that comes to my mind and it's so simple and so minuscule that why would i know this okay so there was a time where i was visiting my sister at one of her jobs right and she came into the room and she asked me for someone's phone number. Now, this is back in the day. This is before smartphones. This is before uh, we had cell phones, but they weren't, they were like flip phones Flipping, or like yeah. the Nokia phones. Like they weren't Apple um, phones or Android phones. Like they weren't they, mini computers. Right. They weren't smartphones. Right. Right. So I remember her, um, I, I was young enough to like, I don't even think I even had one. Or if, if I did, it was in my pocket, but she came into the room and she asked me for someone's number. And it was a, it was a very random person because she was trying to give them a heads up about a birthday party, a surprise birthday party that we were going to have for my brother. And it was one of, it was one of my brother's friends that what it, I 
only had their number in my phone in case of like an emergencies and things like that. Have never dialed that number before in my life, dude. And she asked me for her number. Hey, do you have so-and-so's number? And I was like, yeah, I got it. And I rattled it off. And as, as I was rattling it off, it came so effortlessly as if I was reciting my own number. As I was rattling the number off, I vividly remember thinking, how the fuck do I know this number? And I said it, and even my sister was taken back like, and she was even like, how the fuck did you know that number like that? And I was like, I have no idea. She was like, you're fucking strange. And she walked away. But it was a complete deja vu only in that minute where it'd be right before she said, you're strange to me. It was like, I did it before, but th this shit happens to me often, man, where I'll, and yo, one happened to me recently, and I'm talking very recently. This is crazy, dude. I was walking with my wife and Stevie, my dog, right? And we're walking down the avenue and it's a crowded avenue, right? But it was kind of early in the morning, so it wasn't so crowded. But we, you know, again, we live in New York. We're in Brooklyn. It Even at 3 o'clock in the morning, there's people on the street yeah, at there's some always point, somewhere, right? somewhere. But this somewhere is like, somewhere. all right, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, right? Either everyone's at work already or everyone's trying to get to and from, whatever. So, But there's still a decent amount of people in the street, right? So I'm walking with them, and we have to walk around this mother and son, right? Um, and it was an Asian mother and son. And the reason why I remember this is because the kid was wearing a lime green jacket, like a really, really bright highlighter colored jacket. Right. And they stopped short to tie his shoe. And I'm thinking like, damn, like who, like, I'm like, and like, we're walking at a brisk pace. Like for those who don't know me personally, I move with a purpose. I walk fast. I walk like I always got somewhere to go. And my and my wife's the same way. And my dog has been accustomed to our walks. It's called so, a New York state of mind. It's called a New York walk, right? Like, we could, like we're moving with a purpose, right? Like, we're kind of going somewhere. Even though our destination's unknown, we're just walking until we feel like we don't want to walk anymore. But we're moving with a purpose, man. And this person stops dead in front of me to tie his shoe. He didn't move over to the corner or over to the side or by a bench or by a stoop, uh, um, a stoop or some stairs to tie his shoe. He just was walking in front of me and then dead stop, bent over and tied his shoe. And he was wearing a lime green jacket. Like I said, highlighter color. So it was even to the point where it made, it stood out in my head to be like, the fuck is this shit? And I had to move ar ar around them, right? So we walk a few more blocks, right? We cross the street to the other side of the street. Now we're on an avenue. And as we're coming back, this is five blocks, I'm going to say four or five blocks uh, uh, like ahead of them because we're moving. As we're coming back, these people are walking towards us. And at first, I don't, on the other side of the street, walking towards us as if they were going in the opposite direction that we were going now. Um uh, at first, I didn't think anything of it, but I did remember seeing his jacket and being like, in my head, subconsciously being like, that's interesting. Like, what's the likeness of seeing two lime green jackets like that five minutes from each other? And then he's walking with his mother still. He does a dead stop in front of me, but this time I'm facing him to tie his fucking shoe. <laughs> to tie his shoe. 
Now he's facing me. So now I have to move my stride again and go around this kid. Maybe, maybe this father just doesn't know how to tie a shoe from that angle. Bro, it was, it was mathematically and scientifically and physically impossible that he would be on the opposite side of the street from me at the speed I was walking. We passed them. We passed them for blocks, bro. Like, we're walking fast. There was no way. And why would they cross the street going the same direction that they that, that they were going in the first place? It was weird. It was so weird to the point where my wife, when, of course, after seeing that, after we moved from them and they were in, uh, like, a space where they couldn't hear us anymore, I said to my wife, that's a glitch in the fucking matrix. And she didn't say, what? What are you talking about? She what knew, the fuck do you mean? Exactly she was like, about. yeah, that's fucking bugged out. Because she was like, that was weird. Like, what the fuck was that? Remember was, in the Matrix where they see the black yeah, cat yeah, pass yeah, them yeah, in the yeah, stairs? No, no, I, I get it. And, and, and listen, the, the glitch in the Matrix is a great thing because I'm sorry. Sometimes I feel just life, something happened. And you just see something again. What is it, man? It just goes on to this. It like unravels so much shit for me. It like unravels that whole Elon Musk shit for me, man. Where it's just, this is just a fucking simulation, bro. So like, it, it just unravels crazy shit. And I'm not a tin wearing hat guy, man. Like no, you know, I know, like I, I know, I know that, I know that. But um, so when you when you mentioned we were going to talk about the Mandela effect this week, I actually did a little research on on just like what it is, and and you had mentioned the woman before. Um, who who created the term, coined the term, I guess. Yeah, uh, well, she coined it. Yeah, right, and, exactly. And, and that was back in 2009. Was it? I don't know. Yes, it, it was 2009. When, okay. When, not saying that there weren't studies done before it, but I'm saying that's when Mandela Effect actually stuck. Right, and okay. So there's actually two major theories of what this is. Oh, interesting. Now, okay, far one, away. One of them is a little bit um, far out there. And one of them's a lot. We more, like nutty. Yes. <laughs> um, and the other one's very much more based in in, in real life. Um, so the one that's more far out there, which I always find more interesting personally, um, is that basically it's alternate realities merging with our own. Okay. Some so, multiverse shit, Biz. I, I mean, l- l- listen, guys. At There's home, a bomb. Guys at home, I'm not, like, just spewing some crazy stuff. Like, you know, I'm actually saying what other people are saying. But you're not a tinfoil hat-wearing cat either, Biz. Like, you're really not. You're like a realist. But I like like to believe in at least the sci-fi and and the the unknown because I'm sorry. It it just... There's no magic in life anymore, and this is the only magic that's left. There's some stuff and things that have happened to me in my life where it makes me ponder things, bro. I'll tell you that right now. So there's a lot of people out there that actually believe that this this effect is basically alternate realities merging at some point, and now things are different. It actually used the 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 Monopoly guy used to have the monocle. At one point, he had one had point, this monocle. But then something happened, and every, the reality changed, and now he doesn't. Well, in know? this verse, he doesn't have it. Exactly, but 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 that that's obviously an out there theory. In you know one universe, saying? Sinbad did do a fucking genie movie, bro. But but here's the thing, and here's why it's even brought up and even even put out there. It's because you can't disprove it. Right, right. There's it, there's it, no factual it, information it, to say it's this dis- is wrong. It's, it's not black and white, biz. It's not fucking black and white. It's disprovable, and in science, if you can't disprove it, 
then it's not out of the realm of possibility. Oh, just, wow. Just, just like if That's you, the smartest thing you ever said, babe. Yes. Well, well, you might be right on that, actually. Um, but, but basically, like in science, nothing is right or wrong until you can prove it or disprove it. So, therefore, you can't dismiss the whole possibility of, of an alternate reality. The theory reality. of relativity. Well, well, kind of, which, by the way, actually just proved something else of that correct. Um, I not going to get into it because I don't know all the specifics and I don't want to just sound like an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but in general, you can't disprove something. So if you can't disprove it, it's still a possibility. Okay, fair enough. So whether, even though that's completely out there, the, the more realistic one um, that's out there, and I'm going to say it's somewhat true, is basically false memories and people basically putting their false memories on you. And um, I think I gave you I gave you an example of this before we started the show, and I'm gonna go with that one again. What's that? Um, let's just say you and your friend, or you and your girl, whoever you and somebody else go out somewhere, and you're at a bar or just wherever, and you meet somebody, and you both talk to that person, and the next day you're like, oh yeah, remember Annie that we met last night? Mm-hmm. No, her name was Andrea. What are you talking about, Annie? Who knows whether or not that person, what that person's name was. Right. Maybe you were right. Maybe they were right. But the fact that someone else said, no, that was wrong. This is what it was. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess I was wrong. I can chalk it up to being drunk, though. Yes. But what I'm saying is, great example. I met somebody recently at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Her name was slightly odd. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew it correct. The next day... No, that's, that was an odd-sounding name. Was it completely different, though, than what you thought it was? No, I was 100% correct. Oh, okay. But, but because it was an odd name, I thought it was something more along the lines of this. Uh, I, I kind of get what you're saying. So yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is, like, when someone tells you, and it's almost half gaslighting, honestly, um, but, yeah. when, but when people are talking about something, like, oh, no, that was wrong, it's this. Oh, okay, I guess it was this. But with the Mandela effect, is it's it's fucked up because when pop culture mentions something and they ah. and it's on tape that they're doing this, like the prime example was Tommy Boy with the Luke, I'm your father thing. That's prime example. Yes, but but here's the difference. Here's the difference. Here's the one thing. No one ever talked about this prior to the last twenty years, right? Yeah, and they even only coined a term for it in the last. 12 years. Yeah, I think the Sinbad movie is what really sent this off. So here's the thing. What is the difference? The internet. Yeah, well, it makes it more accessible. Exactly. But again, if you go somewhere on any page, no matter what topic you're talking about, and you say, oh, no, I remember this. This is what it was. But now you have 30 to 50 people coming at you saying, no, you're wrong. It was this. You're wrong. It was this. You might think differently. Exactly. Well, listen, I just had 20 different people tell me that I'm wrong. And I remember it wrong, and it's actually pronounced this way, or this is what they said, or whatever. Okay, I just got 20 different people telling me I'm wrong. I guess I'm wrong. It must be that. Mm -hmm. But what if the 20 other people were wrong? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So this is the more realistic answer for this whole Mandela effect. That, again, it just comes down to the internet, and people are stupid and just spewing whatever the fuck they're saying Okay, so now ex- explain deja vu, bro, because that's something that's... I, I, I tried to do that before, but that's only my per- my own personal thing. I, I feel... I don't know why. I don't know why. But every now and then, I have dreams that are very mundane. It's every day, just hanging out with people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then 
something happens. And I don't know. I feel like it was a dream. Like I dreamt this before. I don't know if my dream, like, I feel like my dreams were giving me the worst future uh, thing that they could give me because it's such a mundane yeah. thing. No, I mean, I've, I've had dreams before where my dreams can't give me what the, the, you know, next week's friggin', uh, um, lotto numbers are. They but, never will. You know? <laughs> they never will. Unfortunately, but 24, unfortunately. 36, don't we all 15, wish Powerball 32. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. hundred million dollars. But you know what? Like I, you know, I've had dreams that are so mundane, like you said, where it's just I'm talking to my wife or I'm talking to my friend or I'm talking to you in my dreams. And it's just like, wait, was that a dream? Because it was now it gets me to the point where I'm like, it was such a it was such a simplistic uh, everyday conversation. I'm like, did we have but this shit goes deeper where I'm able to spew out a number or see something in the physical form, dude. I I have a question that just happened the same day within minutes of each other. I have a question since since we're on the topic of dreams for a second, even though I'm I'm kind of gearing it that way. Have you ever had a dream that when you woke up in the morning, you wasn't sure if it happened or not? Yeah, absolutely. Often, I I I, I just I've had a couple. Often, dude. I've had a couple, but let me just share a story. And this is during my time that I know you. Um. I remember back when I was living in my old apartment, going back 10 years ago at least. Okay. It was a time when I was out of work. And uh, for people at home, I, I've, I've smoked weed many a times in my life. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So, because I'm looking for work, I wasn't smoking, you know? And I remember vividly, it was one of the most vivid dreams I ever had. I was, I was sitting down with our old friend, Danny, my old manager at Hollywood Video, and mm-hmm. one of my personal friends I knew way yeah, before man, that. Yeah, man, shout to Danny. What's up, dude? And, and I, I was also chilling with my brother-in-law, Tim. Mm-hmm. And I just remember we're all chilling. They started smoking a joint, and they passed it to me, and I picked it up, and I smoked it. And then mm-hmm. right after I did, in my dream, I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? I need a job, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. They're going to piss test me and shit. I freaked out. The next day I woke up, next day I woke up, and the first thing I did is call up Danny. And was just like, yo, dude, did we do this last night? And he was just like, I haven't seen you in like three days, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. It felt so real. And then I dissected the dream like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely wasn't there. Um, But what I'm saying is it was so real to me. It was so yeah, it's real crazy, to me. man. I it's woke, crazy. I woke up and was worried about my future. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what did I do? But 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 my point being, and 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 moving into the Mandela or deja deja vu effect, dreams. It's something that's fucking weird. It's an experience that we all have. It's technically memories that we all have, but they're not real. Yeah. Why do you think? You don't remember your dreams, or most people don't remember their dreams. Well, yeah, there's. Well, they say that sometimes you don't remember your dreams. Like you wake up every day and you're like, "Oh, I didn't dream last night." But they say you dream 100 percent of the time that you're asleep. Even even when you wake up and you remember your dream, five hours later, can you really give any details? I mean, um, maybe a general. Sometimes, concept. you know, right, 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 right. Sometimes they, you know, I forget, but the people say to write them down and things like that. But then how do you ex- see? It's just so crazy. It just kind of goes into that whole, uh, mind and matter thing where it kind of goes, have you ever had a dream where you felt like you were falling off something and then, then you jump up out of your sleep? And yes. Like you, 
like yes, you startle I, yourself I, and jump up. I've, I've That's wo- how close I've the mind up is and to my the body. Bed is shaking because I jerked, you know. Whoa, hey, uh, that's not what I meant. Yo, oh, no, no, but yeah. that. here's a real idea, and this is something I thought of. Why isn't, why isn't it that we don't remember our dreams consistently? And I thought about it. And I really yeah I don't I don't remember like remember them daily no no one does no yeah. one does what did I dream last night I don't fucking unless know. some wild shit went down in my dream then I remember unless it. it was something that stuck with you somehow yeah 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 why is that and it actually comes down to a simple thing what's that think about it I mean your dreams are fantasies wild situations blah 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 if we all remembered our dreams we would be pissed off at people. For no reason. Mm-hmm. We, we, we would be upset by things that really didn't happen. We wouldn't know the reality, man. Exactly. You would you would lose your whole concept of reality. I went skydiving last night. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> like, Dick, you, you know were here saying? doing cast and curl with me, motherfucker. Exactly. This is why you don't remember your dreams, because it's not real. And it would fuck with your whole concept of personality, social construct, and who the fuck you were. Yo, Who this shit are. is so crazy to me, man. Like, like you guys at home, like, look it up, man, and let me know. Hit me, uh, hit me on fucking Instagram and uh, things like that. I cast and crow, and let me know, like, if you had some crazy dreams of, uh, or maybe even. I really better, want to know your crazy dreams. Yeah, I mean, I'm really into that. But like, better examples of the Mandela effect that uh, maybe I didn't list, or maybe you didn't even know what the Mandela effect was, and things like that. Or if you have a physical copy. Like an actual physical copy of fucking Shazam <laughs> on VHS. Someone will pay a million dollars for that, I, I guarantee. With Sinbad, like, <laughs> let me know. Send me a picture of it, like, with you holding it and things like that. Or send it to me. I'll buy it from you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, something that wasn't a dream and really did happen, Moon Knight dropped this week. Busy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I actually, How do you feel about it, bro? I, I actually watched it today, the first episode. Okay, so you were a little uh, bit behind. A little bit. Two days. Come on. I'm, I'm um, well. You're not behind till the next episode. I got. I fucking worry about you, dude, because you don't watch things. I got to stay on your ass, man. Never say that to me again. Um, <laughs> but but in general, stay on that ass. Uh, okay, so the first episode, it's a little slow. It's a six episode series, right? They only did six episodes. That's right. It's only six episodes. Which is not out of the norm for pilot well, series and things like well, that. They well, that's kind of what, what Disney and Marvel have been doing. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, yeah, but there's been six, numerous. Six is, six is kind of where you're going now. It's yeah. kind of the standard. There's been numerous um, shows. The Walking Dead only had a six-episode uh, It's true. First series. If, if you don't know where it's going to go and you don't want to commit so much money to a 12-episode season or something like that, that's what you do. Um so my first impressions in general, it was slow. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's complete character setup. Again, as you said, there's only six episodes. So yeah. you have to at least spend one episode with complete character development. And the first episode is definitely completely based on his split personality. Oh, yeah. they And, and just basing that. They in- beat that dead horse to death. Yes. <laughs> they beat that dead horse to death, baby. Like that's Yes, a- they did. But I will say, I will say the most interesting part of the whole the whole episode was the opening scene. Oh, I thought it was the last minute. No, no, well, well no, that was great. And that's actually bringing it to where, okay, I'm going to watch the second episode. You have to at that point. But the scene opens up, and this is not a spoiler or anything like that. 
But the scene opens up with, you know, just some hands on a desk and somebody breaking some glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then putting it into some slippers. Yeah. And then the guy puts on the slippers. And I'm sorry, it was it was one of those things. And I don't know why. Anything with feet always seems to get... First of all, Biz hates sandals and slippers no, and I, hates feet. Yeah, no, I'm not into feet at all. But what I'm saying is, like, when something happens, like if you see, like, some war movie and someone's getting tortured or someone has to step on something, like, I don't know. It makes my toes curl. Like, I don't know. It's like I feel it personally. Like, yeah. I just stepped on it myself. Feeling like, your butthole. Like, stepping on that Lego or something like that. Yeah, like, you know rough. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. It opened to a very toe-curling scene. and uh, But what did you think about the episode as a whole, dude? Um, as a whole, I mean... I thought it was a little bit slow. It was definitely slow, and... I thought they beat the dead horse to death, like I said before. They, they did. Uh, they, they, of his split personality. They really want to rail that home. Yes, yes. That he's got a split personality disorder. And and the only thing... The only thing I'm we get really, it. The only thing I'm really going to say that annoyed me is they focus on... So... Split personality, there's multiple personalities there. But they focus on the worst one, the most yeah, pussy not one that they Mark possibly Spector, could. You know, like a, 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 the exactly. most mundane one. That's the so, word of the night. So what, what disappointed me, and I hope they actually really fix moving forward, is that there's multiple fight scenes that go on, but they go on off camera. And whereas, I mean, that's kind of cool. You get to... It's a really good point. You see him switch between um, helpless individual and then he blacks out. And then the people who were attacking him are um, out of the equation anymore. Bloodied and broken. Yeah. Um, And don't get me wrong. That's great. And honestly, it actually brings like, if you know anything about comic book storytelling and how you base the the panels, um, a lot, believe it or not, in storytelling and comic books... There's a lot that goes on in between panels, and right. it's, and it's up fair. to the reader to actually get those scenes in their head. Yeah, that's what makes comic books so cool. Just like any book, right. you know, you you put the, the the details in your head, and that's one thing that comics do in the medium. And so it was cool that they kind of put that in in the episode where the 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 user the the watcher has to make that fight scene, but unfortunately, they did it too much. To the point where it's just like sometimes... That's why I said they beat the dead horse to death. No, unfortunately... Horse was already dead. Unfortunately, I wanted to see the beating, but it yeah. didn't happen. Like, you know what and I'm saying? And then you get that last minute where it's like, okay, they kind of wrap everything together. And you're like, I understand now what's popping. I understand what's going on and why this character is going to be so dope. And I'm not going to spoil it. We can talk more about the uh, whatever that first episode uh, that that last scene was next week. We give some guys some time to yeah, watch okay. the show. Uh, we'll give you a week to actually like watch it. Uh, and and all I'm gonna say is I'm reserving my opinion until I see the second episode. Okay. I I enjoyed it enough that I'm going to watch the the second episode. Yeah. Basically, as soon as it comes out, maybe I like not the that whole first day, Egyptian but... culture vibe that they got going on. And well, he's there deep... was some Easter eggs there for deep comic book cuts he... readers and things like that. Deep saturation in Egypt, and that's what he needs to be. Yeah. Um, for people at home that don't know, he his his ruler is 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 the moon god, the Egyptian moon god. So you're gonna see him. And I'm interested, I'm really interested to see where they go with that. But you said some things to me that kind of made me feel type of way before we got on camera and before we went on live with the show. You Uh, said some things to me about something about golden... 
Handcuffs. Handcuffs, yeah. So, so I don't know if you're trying to insinuate some things because we're doing episode 69, if you wanted to... No, no, that, I don't that, know that, what you were trying to tell me. That's actually an but. actor term, apparently. <laughs> um, so I, I actually just read today that Oscar Isaac, the actor that actually plays Moon Knight... Yes. He did not want to actually sign up for a multi-year deal. Um, so again, for people who aren't familiar, especially Marvel, but yep. like, you know any franchise... If they think they're going to have multi-season or multi-movies or whatever like that, they they put you up for multi-deal contracts. And this is apparently, when it's it's a big franchise like this, it's called Golden Handcuffs. So he didn't want to be typecasted and handcuffed into this role is what you're saying. Well, well, that's basically, basically what he um, said. So, so break down Golden Handcuffs. So what it means is that you're going to make a lot of money, but... You're contractually obligated to make yourself available whenever they need you. So for an actor, and just to get to the point, he said he didn't want that. Basically saying that, like, you know, if if a role comes along and I really want to take it, I don't want to be pigeonholed into not being able to. I'm chomping at the bit here because this is what gets me upset, dude. Because you have these people and you go into a casting room for a Disney show, for a Marvel Disney show, and there's thousands of people who are trying out for this role, right? And now you get the part because of uh, whatever, they see something in you or because of your ability as an actor or an actress, and kudos to you, you know? You get that part, and a salute. It's fucking great. Now, in the same breath, you say, hold on a minute. I don't want to be pigeonholed into anything. You know how many people, but... To, there are people who, who would die. They would give a finger or a child just to have yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So that's a whole other, t- that's a whole other fucking... Uh, that, 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 that's a whole other thing there. The whole, the whole other part of that page, the opposite side of that page, like I said, in the same breath, is you're okay. You're okay with getting this fortune and getting this fame and skyrocketing your career to a whole nother level that you would have never seen before unless you were casted as the Moon Knight and the money that comes with it and all that fucking shit that comes with it, the glitz and glamour. But hold on a minute. I don't want to be pigeonholed into something because I want to be able to exercise my career. Motherfucker, if you were never casted as this character in the first place, we wouldn't even know who you are, son. Like, we wouldn't even know. Unless you took your skills and your career somewhere and got casted as another character or another person, another uh, another part in another a... Another role. Uh, yeah, and another role in a movie. So you're okay with all the fucking positive things that come with being casted as the Moon Knight and being casted as this character that people uh, love. Right? People love this character. But you don't want to be tied down to this because of whatever the reason was that he said you don't be handcuffed to this person because they might call me back to have a cameo in a movie and you don't want to have to deal with that and you don't want but you're okay with the millions and you're okay with the fucking fame that comes from this character and you're okay with pushing it your pushing your career to the max. These are the people who I don't want anything to do with from my beloved characters, man. And 
I know we're talking about fictional characters and things like that, and we've mentioned before no, just recast the person. Beloved, though. That, they they are, the these are characters that are beloved for 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 anybody. Like I was a big Moon Knight fan in high school, and I'm just talking as my personal experience. I loved Moon Knight in high school. I always thought of him as Marvel's version of the Batman, and that's why I liked him so much. And I really was able to. Um, understand that character and really dove into that character when I was in high school when nobody gave a fuck about Moon Knight at all. No one even knew his first appearance. No one even knew anything. I had Moon Knight patches and pins and I was collecting Moon Knight things and I was writing MK in my notebooks. Dope. Like I was, I, I was big into the character and, I, and I'm not the only one. You know what I'm saying? There's people who love this character. No, no, he has a very, a very niche uh, um, following. One hundred percent. But so you're okay, Oscar Isaac. You're okay with taking all the fame and the money and the power that comes with being and the responsibility that comes with being this character. But you don't want to be tied down. So let me just sign up for six episodes. I'm not saying that he won't re-sign for another season or whatever he, the case he, may be. He 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 actually did say in his defense. He actually did say that if the the, the script was good. And if the fans loved it, he would come back. So he's not saying that he won't come back for another one. He's just he, playing it safe at this point, I guess. More or less. And, and, and honestly, I get exactly what you're saying, and I feel exactly the same way you like, do. Like, don't take on that responsibility, man, because in this day and age, you know what we're doing. Like, you know how these shows lead to movies and then cameos and things like that. Like, why take on the responsibility? It's like it's like one of those things like Chris Evans as fucking Captain America and and all the stuff that he did, all the movies and all the... All the Things that he did and Robert Downey as Iron Man. And, uh, it's the same fucking thing. It's the same situation. But like, imagine being like, I'm not saying you can't do other things. You know and, what I'm and saying? they all do. They all do. Yeah. But they'll, they, you know, they'll all be successful based on who wants to go see Captain America in a comedy or in a drama. Sure. You know, yeah, I'm going to see him and see his range as an actor. But I wouldn't have unless I didn't know he was motherfucking Captain America first. I completely agree with you and, and your whole whole mindset of like, you know, don't do this. You understand what this is in like what what's going on with this. Don't make this decision unless you're down for all of it. And I'm yeah. fully down for that. Yeah. However, I do get because I love playing devil's advocate. I love looking at both sides of a point and actually trying to dissect it. Um, so I'm going to actually go on his defense a little bit here. Imagine as an actor, okay, this is your job. You, you, you go on different roles, you try and portray different things, and you try and, like, you know, show the best range that you can, right? Now, imagine you sign this long, long-term long contract that in the future, you really don't know when things are going to happen or if anything's going to happen. And now, all of a sudden, this, this script comes along. Someone's trying to get you to play a role. Okay, and, and you I read get this script, yeah, I get it. And you're like, I could win an an Oscar nominee, or I could win this award. This is an amazing script. You got to understand that when they pay these people this money, though, it's it's you're, yes. you're getting paid the money for the. You yes. still got your money, regardless of whatever happens. Yes, you got your money, but just just like any kind of uh, um, player in sports or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're making your money no matter what you're doing. You're making millions of dollars. I'm not saying it's all about the money, but I'm saying like... No, but, but, but just, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So just like a sports player, obviously you're making your money no matter what you're doing, even if you're on a losing team. 
But obviously, everybody wants to be on the winning team, right? Everyone wants to always do the so, best that they can, yes. So to translate to an uh, actor... I hope so. An actor or an actress, just imagine you get this amazing script. They want you to play this role. Like, you're I get you're it. down. Yeah. You you think you're going to win an Oscar. This is an amazing. Yeah. But... Uh, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't because we're I get it. We're film we're I have a cameo in, in Avengers fifteen and you know, I, I just can't be there. Schedule's conflicting. Exactly. So so just just imagine if they really wanted you, they would push the schedule back another month and make you and make yes. it happen. Yes, yes. But but when when you're con- when you're under contract, it's not no we'll push it back. No, you need to be here. So at the same time, I kind of get where he's coming from. Like, you know. I get it if he and really that's why means they call the, it the season. golden handcuffs. You're going to make it. a lot of money. You're going to make I shit ton of money. If he really means the season by season type of deal, then I understand. Well, I think, I think honestly, honestly, just, just dissecting it. I can get it, it. I think he just didn't know if this is going to be a flash in the pan or if this is going to be something that's going to be a Chris Evans. It's fair. Tony Stark. It's fair. So, so it's 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 actually fair to think about it. I mean, in general, fuck, I just don't like the whole vibe fuck, right away. Like we're episode well, one in. Like well, I don't want to have to hear this fucking shit. For me, don't, don't don't be a halfway hero. Go in there. Commit, man. This is where I'm going. But as as a person and a professional, like you know, it, it's like me. If you ask me in my job right now. If someone offered me $20,000 more or a better job or something like that, do I take that job or do I stay because, oh, well, you know, I kind of told people I'd be here for a while. I can't just leave them right now. I get what you're saying, but it's a little different than that. Well, yes, I'm obviously, you know, underestimating, like not underestimating, um, what's the word? Um, I'm basically... Damn it, I'm, I'm having a brain fart right now. No, you're now. trying to compare, and I get the example. Yes, I, I, I'm basically under-explaining it or, you know, whatever like that. But, I don't know, I feel it's fair. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I mean, if that's how you feel, bro, I mean, I kind of understand it, I kind of get it, but I'm just like, take the responsibility, take all that comes with it, or don't. No, trust me, if this is Spider-Man, you know, this would be a whole different conversation. It could be, though, like... It, the the character's got the potential to 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 really do big things, man. He does. He does. It's got a great storyline. I mean, you know, it's a lot of cool shit that he can do in the universe, especially with the multiverse going on and all these movies and all these spinoff shows and all these things. Like, it's a really really big thing. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, I don't know. I just feel like he should he should you know be a little bit more sensitive to. How people feel about these characters. No, no, I, I do agree on that. And honestly, I, I prefer people that are you're all in or you're all out. I don't that's I, what I I'm don't, saying. I don't exactly. Like, I don't like halfway. Yeah. But but in this case, I understand it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Don't check raise me. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, you know I, what I'm I saying? feel that. I feel that. So I think that brings us to one of my favorite uh favorite um segments of the week. Oh, we're going there? Yeah, I think we're going there. Oh, I know what it is. Let's go. Asshole of the week. Is it Oscar Isaac? <laughs> so, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, fair, no, it's fair, not. Fair, fair. Go. So this week's assholes actually come from two teenagers, city unknown. No shit. Two 17-year-olds that, uh, you know, they decided they were going to have a good time out on, on the day, like, you know, and they were going to post things on Instagram. Okay. So what did they decide to post as they're on their joy rides around the city? What? They decide to, to post pictures of them in their car 
with guns. Oh. Drugs. Yeah. Money. Yeah. And more drugs. Sex? No? No, there was no drugs. There was two guys. Maybe there could have been some sex, but we didn't get... <laughs> they didn't post that on Instagram. No, no sex, guys. So, so basically, like, these guys pulled, like, you know, they pulled up to their big Jeep. They opened up the back of their car. Mm -hmm. They laid a couple of guns out there. They, nice. They, they, they laid, like, a couple of hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. A bunch of marijuana. Yeah, so, yeah. Some, some carts. Some, some... Uh, yeah, some coke. Some MDMA. No, no coke. The MDMA. Ooh, going that way. Nice. Little and, feel nice. And like, you know, posted like they posted something like, you know, out on the town, like, you know, yeah, well, doing whatever it. like that. Doing it, bro. Of course, because they put this on Instagram. These so fucking idiots. Someone decided to report them. And within a couple of hours, this car was pulled over. Let's go. <laughs> fucking dumbasses. So these two 17 year old kids. Oh, they were 17. 17. Dumb. Just not dumb. only did they get caught with whatever they had on them in their car. Old enough to know better, you dumb fucks. Exactly. They got caught with everything they had on in their car. The money, the weed, the cartridges, and the guns. <laughs> they also, the police were able to get, uh, uh, what should we call it, warrants to their houses. Oh, yeah. And were able to find all their other shit out At there. At that point, yeah, for sure. And now they're probably going to go away for X amount of time just because they had to be dicks and do, what, do their dirt on the internet. Clout chasing motherfuckers, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on, listen. I don't care who you are, even if you're the most naive, stupid person in the world. If you're going to do some dirt out there, no matter what the hell you're doing, the last thing you do is start bigging it up on Instagram. Yeah, keep that shit to yourself, man. I'm sorry. You are the, you are the opposite. You are the opposite of a thug, okay, at this point. <laughs> Thugonomics 101 by Matty Biz. <laughs> keep the shit off the internet, right, Busy? Rule number one. Until next week, we love you guys so much. I'm Lord Drew. I'm Matty Biz. Be safe, peace. I'm an outlaw, baby. I'm an outlaw, baby. I'm an outlaw, baby. Hey, you ain't never gonna bring me in.